0: what's up food friends welcome back to the show i am your host Jazz, and if you're new here i'm so happy you are here i am a body bully warrior food freedom guru nutrition nerd with a capital r d get it for registered dietitian i am here to help you become an empowered eater I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all or nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome, and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in. So if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go. Food freedom means food is just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food and your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it. Our work feels it. Girls, the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at justbrownrd or check out all my resources justbrownrd.com. All right, Superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're going to take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, friends, I am so excited today. I have a really special guest, and I am so biased about this guest because I don't know. She doesn't know this. I've never actually got to sit down and tell her, but she has totally changed my life. Guys, today on the show, I have Polly Payne and a little background about Polly. She's the founder and CEO of Horatio Printing. Her love language includes luxurious paper and lots of white space, which I can definitely see in the products that she's going to talk about what she has created. She's originally from Fairhope, Alabama. And then Polly migrated to the Big Apple, where she became a senior sales director of of an award-winning ad tech company. She then left her career in advertising to completely redesign her life and pursue her God-given purpose. She founded Horatio Printing, which has now sold more than 40,000 dream planners around the world and raised more than $68,000 to fight human trafficking. Guys, Polly is doing some amazing things. And her mission here is to help Christian women pursue and achieve their dreams. And I knew I wanted to sit down and talk with you, Polly, for several reasons. One, I want to like totally nerd out about your products and then (laughs) two, kind of hear your insight about how you do juggle it all. But before we get into all that, first of all, welcome.
1: Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to spend some time with you and chat and connect.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. For those people that don't know what Horatio printing is, can you give them like in a nutshell what this is? Because I'm over here like excited, geeking out. And I think a lot of people are that don't know what your stuff is need to know. So um, tell us a little bit about what you do and what Horatio printing is.
1: Well, ratio printing started as a passion project to create my first dream planner, which the concept behind that is that your life is your canvas. I believe everyone naturally is an artist because you're created in the image of God. Therefore, you have within you divine creativity. We have an, an, we have an urge to create, whether that's, you know, creating um, an event or creating a peaceful home, creating a routine like we like to create, you know. And so I believe your life is your most important, important canvas that you create. And so it's a tool to help you map out your dreams, achieve your dreams, design your life. And then from there, I expand into other paper products. Um, like I have devotionals, notepads, stationery, journals, et cetera. Um, but the core, it started off with my dream planners. So that's Horatio in a nutshell. From there, I've really kind of honed in on my my calling of just really helping people pursue and achieve their dreams because people started coming to me for support on their dreams. So I've been kind of doing dream coaching, specifically business coaching and moving into specifically printing school, um, helping people print. So I've been kind of on this journey with a lot of dreamers and just love kind of pouring into them and providing resources.
0: Oh, that's incredible. And your planners, I mean, I'm one planner nerd and I had actually been so devoutly committed to another planner before I discovered yours. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have this one forever. But yours is really unique in the sense that you have these quarterly heart evaluations or heart checks where it does exactly what you're talking about is reevaluating kind of where there's some lessons learned, where maybe things are taking up space in our lives that Don't need to be taking up space, may not be in alignment with some of our goals and some of our callings. And for me, it's just been so great to have that built into something, a tool, right? That I use every single day um, to keep me on my my goals. So thank you, Polly.
1: It's amazing. (laughs) I am so glad you're using it. (laughs) Oh, it's
0: it's incredible. Now I do have to ask, where did the name Horatio Printing come from?
1: Yeah. So I started my company in three months, very quick. Had to pick a name. Um, And I was living on Horatio Street in the West Village of Manhattan, um, and I looked up the name, and Horatio means timekeeper, and I thought that was pretty neat, and yeah. it's also a Shakespearean character who was a devoted friend of Hamlet, um, so it just kind of fell into place, and nobody really had that name. It's unique, and I didn't want to name my company something like the Planner Company, right? Because... I had a vision for it to grow. And I think it's important when you're coming up with a name to let it be something you can expand and grow into, right? So that's kind of where it came from.
0: That's really cool. I I love that. I love a good backstory on a name. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to talk with you, Polly, um, was not just about your products, but how you juggle so much. I mean, you have created this tool that's helped so many women. So obviously you have, Kind of like these background secrets of how to uh, juggle a lot all at once and keep pursuing your passion. So, um, when you think of your life and you're juggling a lot right now, I mean, tell us a little bit about what you have on your plate.
1: Yeah. So right now, I'm obviously running Horatio. Um, we have a product based business and then the academy side. So I have basically, effectively, two businesses that I'm running. And I'm also a new, uh, not a new mom, but a new mom of two. Mm-hmm. So I've got um, a four-month-old baby, a three-year-old daughter, um, along with, you know, the typical stuff, running your home, your health, spiritual growth, um, all those other things.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Now, when you had baby number two, was baby one harder or is baby, adding baby two, has that been um, more chaos?
1: Oh, it's different, you know, I feel more at peace. I'm I am, was emotionally way more stable this time mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. But it was effectively more difficult to juggle, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. Um, but I've definitely like have in I enjoyed the newborn stage a lot more the second time around. That's- so that was just lovely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you've been around it the block once when it comes mm-hmm. around to the second, but um, that's yeah. great. You're finding the piece. And baby is Charlie. Mm-hmm. and four months old. So cool. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Okay. So you've got lots going on and I want to pick your brain a little bit Polly about, you know, where with all of this going on. And I know when I had my second, I always say like the world stopped when I had my first and the world went zero to 60 when I had my second and <laughs> it was like just chaos. And so here you are with not only family and you know, some of the, the home stuff and all of that, you've also got these major businesses, which are thriving. So where in all of
1: that, does your health fit in? Oh, that's a good question. So I like to think of my health in like levels, like there's foundational things to my health that are like critical and they have a priority rank. So my number one is rest. Right. Like so good. So I have, there's a couple of them, right? You have rest, you have your nutrition, you've got exercise, right? And then like fun stuff. And like that's how I like to look at it. And it's like, I'm not going to prioritize exercise until I've prioritized my rest. Right. And so I think the number one is rest. And obviously that goes hand in hand with the um, maternity, uh, not prenatal, but, um, postpartum right like the number one thing my goal was in q1 of this year was rest and then nutrition making sure i'm getting the proper nutrients not cutting anything out because mama wants to eat what mom wants to eat right now i'm breastfeeding and so like i'm not putting myself on any sort (laughs) of dietary restrictions other than no dairy because apparently that makes um, my baby break out but um you know, nutrition being second that I focus on and then third is exercise. So I feel like it's like, okay, let me get, let me focus on rest. And then I kind of add the layers of this pyramid, if that makes sense. Um, So my number one is rest. And that's the same thing with business. It's like, I've got to make sure I'm getting enough sleep before I'm effectively going to run my business either. Right. Like that's just, that's just the critical key component um, so for me, that looks like practically teaching sleep training, right. Focusing on my schedule, having systems in my home. So things run effectively so I can go to bed as soon as the baby goes to bed, or I'm doing a dream feed so we can align our longest sleep stretches and like investing in that. Like I take a course, I took a course with my first and I took a course. I retook it because like, I'm like, I've got to do this. This is what I have to focus on because I need this, these rim cycles, <laughs> where I'm going to go insane, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think rest is number one and then nutrition and having systems for nutrition, whether that's right now, like I've got um, freezer bags of crushed up spinach and like just trying to add that into everything I cook, right. Adding that into spaghetti sauce, adding that into my smoothies, adding it into anything I can hide it in for my three-year-old to eat as well as myself. Um,
0: and then exercise. That.
1: So now that I'm cute, you know, uh, green light to exercise, I um, jumped into uh, bar class first, and then I wanted to kind of up the ante. And I'm at the top of the pyramid now taking a dance class on Fridays at noon which is so fun. I don't know if you guys have a YMCA <laughs> near you if y'all you have the same kind of class, but we had this class called turn up where they turn the lights off, they put a disco ball and like it's all oh, this old
0: cool. music
1: like high school and college and it's just so much fun. And I burn like 400 calories and you dance for like an hour. So that's what my pyramid looks like in a week. It's like I'm not going to plan the dance class, you know, unless I've gotten the sleep I need. If that makes sense. So that's how my health kind of prioritizes.
0: I love that. That's so good and I think a little unique actually from what I hear a lot of women say. Do you think Polly have you always thought of health in those levels or is that something that's been newer in this season of your life?
1: Um it's probably been since I've had kids. Mm-hmm. You know, because or even started the business, you know, and became my own boss. It was like okay, I need to wake up and getting into work. And it's like, well, actually I'm going to be more creative if I sleep till nine, you know? And it was like, I don't have, you don't have to fit your life into these weird boxes. Like you can do what works for you, you know? And so once I started to really design my life and figure out what works for me creatively um, I changed it and like rest, I was more creative when I got enough sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, versus like trying to fit myself into this, like I'm a CEO. I've got to wake up before I am, you know, like this box or whatever of like highly effective people do this, you know, it's like, well, that 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 doesn't make me effective. It makes me grouchy. (laughs) So, um, you know, I think it's just once I started really kind of looking into organizing my life. And then once I have pain points of like, uh, you know, becoming a complete grouch from exhaustion or, uh, overwhelm, you know, you, you start to have these moments where things are just really, um, rubbing you the wrong way, or you're, it's just a a rubbing in the sense of like, I'm, this is not working. Like I'm really upset. My mental health starts to fall off. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. okay, well get back to the foundation of like rest. Cause that's one of the key things I think that helps me. Oh, that's so good. So good. And I love hearing that, especially
0: from someone like you, who is so successful in her business and also as a mom and juggling so much, Um, because I think a lot of women, and I don't know if you hear this too, but they get stuck in this like obsession with needing to be productive And it's like, and I, I even see women use planners in that way, right. Where they get in there and they're like, so obsessed with the to-do list and I've got to do everything that rest is not on there or valued. And I just think it's so powerful to hear that from you, that that's your number one, like that's the Mm -hmm. non-negotiable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, it'll feed everything else. a lot of times we feel like we don't deserve it or we can't, we can't turn off, you know, Mm -hmm. as women, we can't turn off and like. I think we have to sit down with the question of like, how can I turn off? Mm -hmm. Because I have to turn off at some point, right? Mm -hmm. And that might just look like sleep. It might look like a really strong technology boundary. Um, We have to effectively turn off to be effective, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the rest piece is critical. And often we feel like we don't deserve it, but it's taken me a while to learn how to prioritize it. And accept it because there's always something we could be doing, you know, um, always, <laughs> but, always. but what we do will be way better if we sleep and it's just the truth you have to accept.
0: Yeah. And I think living it out and it sounds like you have, like you said, the pain points hit where you were getting up early, kind of starting to hustle and then going, I'm just not productive. If I sleep in tonight, I do, I am actually more efficient mm-hmm. and more creative. And so why, why am I making this so hard?
1: Yeah. And my, I worked at a tech company um, and it was like, be here at 10. We usually leave at seven. And like, it was just a different lifestyle. I remember going there and being like, this is weird. yeah. And then being like, everybody programs better, you know, that's what we do at the office. And it was like, cool, you know, like just kind of seeing the possibility of changing things. It just gives you that permission to like try something different.
0: I can hear your whole philosophy, like in this of, you get to create and design your life the way you want it to be, which is really cool to hear. And I think um, not something most women just naturally come into, you know, we, we kind of come in, I, I think that we come in with these obligations and things like expectations that we have to meet and getting away from that can be really challenging, but it sounds like you've done a really good job of pulling back and saying, no, I'm going to build the life that I want to have and that I'm called to have.
1: Yeah. And success looks different to everybody, you know, and I think it's without sitting down to have those points of reflection, what is success for me? What do I want my day to look like versus mm-hmm. what is everyone forcing my day to look like? Cause I'm trying to people please everybody and keep up with the Joneses and appear this way and whatever, like what's actually going to make me happy. What is success for me? And if you don't ever sit down to do that, Like if you don't tell your day where you want it to go or how you want your life to journey, like the world will do it for you, Mm -hmm. and you're you're already on a path to becoming somebody. Mm -hmm. You're already on it, whether you're trying to become somebody or not. You're on it, right? And it's a matter of like, oh, what do I want? And because you can change it, I think that's a big thing when people realize, oh, I can I can actually transform who I am in the next three months if I take the time to reflect and make changes of who I'm around the habits I'm doing my schedule even. Right. Um, I think that's a big, like game changer. That's so good. So good. So tell us a little bit
0: about your process that you take people through in the planner. Um, and you know how it does exactly what you're just talking about there. Cause I know it's helped me do that personally, but I'd love to hear, um, how you describe it.
1: Yeah. So my process in the planner specifically at the front of the planner, there's a whole like workbook and that's called the canvas, right? Because I talk about that a lot. Your life is your canvas. And that's just a fun place where you sit down with a bucket list, a nice blank sheet of paper, you write down your dreams, and then you move right into personal growth planning. You do an assessment of how am I doing in all areas of my life? You you know, really assess like, am I really discouraged or encouraged? And you look at your physical life, your spiritual life, your relationships. If you're a mom, you look at your motherhood, you look at your home, your finances, professional life, all of it. And then from there, you really build out key fundamental needs that you need to add into your week so that you can be encouraged in all areas and nurture the areas you're struggling in. Because often we stick to our strengths and we just neglect <laughs> yeah, like guilty. the areas that we hate and <laughs> yeah. like everyone does, right? It's like, I want to stick in my professional life and like spend my time there because I get the most value. I feel rewarded. It's, <laughs> it's refreshed. Like some people it's like, I just want to do my home stuff. I want to organize this. I want, you know, cause that I feel, I feel valuable. I get the uh, gratification of seeing something done, but like, I hate doing finance. Right. So mm-hmm. um, you have to spend the time in the areas that are screaming at you right and so that kind of helps you sit down and do this reflective work from there um you go into a, a space of generosity planning which is very key to the Christian faith, you know, of how am I going to be intentionally generous in this season? We do a heart check section to help you uh, really look at what you need to let go of, what fears are holding you back. Who do you need to forgive to just really cleanse, do like a heart detox. Mm -hmm. And then we have a space where you write down your fears. And then we have a resource to help you find a Bible verse to conquer that fear. And this is something that we usually go through um, either at the dreamer summit or, Um, I have like a resource section on my website to help you go through this step-by-step guided. So that's kind of the the process there with the planner.
0: I love it. And what I really appreciate about it is your assessment process does look at all those pieces, which for me as a dietitian and helping people with their health status is important that we're looking at all of those. Cause what I see a lot of folks do is come in and they want to work on their health, but they're not seeing how that fits into their life, right? Like you're like, Oh, I, I want to lose weight or I want to get stronger. Or, I want to work out. And it's like, yeah, those are great. But how does that fit into like the overall evaluation of your life? And what I really appreciate about your process is that we do look at all of those and we give them equal attention because, and then they feed on each other. Right. So it's like, if all of a sudden I'm, I'm eating a little, um, you know, more intentionally, I'm also like have more energy and I'm more attentive with my finances. And then I, I'm, you know, it just, it's a snowball effect. And I think that's really amazing how your process does that and doesn't leave anything out. And and your new one now has some spots where we can add our own focuses, right. That are Mm -hmm. not necessarily spelled out, but some things that we have on our hearts, which I really appreciated. Um, and now you also have a course where you walk people through, Um, a deeper process here. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So the dream crafting course takes the work in the planner and goes like five steps deeper. And it really helps you connect who you want to become to your schedule. Like you actually could create a schedule to fit this into your life. You learn time blocking, but it starts with the dream of you holistic you. So it really goes into your fears it's a lot of deep work. You go into fear of failure, fear of judgment, um, your identity as a dreamer, your identity to create. Like, what does that look like, and how can you really tap into that? Because we can often feel so stuck, and we don't know why. And it's because of limiting beliefs we have. We mm-hmm. we go into past relationships, strongholds, like anything from your past that is holding you back. From your calling and your purpose. We go deep into what is your purpose, both vocationally and as a Christian. And then we help you map out your number one big dream. We help you, you know, come up with your dream, map it out, create a plan, and you add that into your master schedule. And so it's really holistic. I love it. And then I have it a supplemental course for those that the big dream is starting a business. that's mm. so for a lot of people. It's the side hustle. They want to create something and then effectively they like to monetize it and quit their day job. So right. <laughs> right. that's, that's um, the next step to that course as well. That's so great. Again, I love how
0: it's so holistic. It's not just like, Hey, here's steps one through 10 on how to start a business, but here we're going to do the deep work about what might stall you, what might freak you out along the way and get your values and your faith in alignment with this. I just, it's such a cool and unique process. And I think you're impacting so many women myself and, you know, hopefully so many women more and you're just getting started. I think so cool. Now I'd like to ask just um, a little bit more about you starting the business. If we could go back, because uh, a lot of the women I work with um, were specifically focusing on like health and nutrition and exercise. And those limiting beliefs that you were talking about, those pop up a lot. So when you were starting your business, um, did you experience any self-doubt or limiting beliefs? And if so, how did you overcome
1: them? I'd say my number one limiting belief is I'm not smart enough mm. to start a business because there's so many unknowns. How am I going to do this? Can I even do this? Am I going to be a laughingstock? Also, I was not, still am not living a picture perfect Christian life. You know <laughs> what I mean? The, the idea was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to start this Christian company because I felt this calling to you know, do this. But, but yet people that have known me for years are gonna be like, you're kidding me. You know, <laughs> so I felt like the fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. And then I also felt the fear of failure because I'm not smart enough to run my own company. I have never really felt smart since, you know, youth. That was something that was brought into me as a child. I was terrible at multiplication, terrible at spelling. I was always just chasing butterflies in school and not like a star student by any means. I had a really hard for my grades. And I just, I had that idea that like, I'm just not smart enough. And I actually had a coach and she said, what's the biggest thing that's going to hold you back from mm-hmm. your dream with your business? And I said, well, I'm just not smart enough. Like that's definitely mm-hmm. what's going to hold me back, you know, cause it's just, I'm just stupid. And, um, she really talked me out of it. <laughs> it was really <laughs> important to like have someone in your corner that can point to what you're doing or your capabilities, um, your tenacity, your curiosity, because your curiosity and your tenacity can take you so much further than like natural ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, being that investigator, being someone that won't give up, um, and is willing to learn, willing to be humbled and to ask questions and to seek people for answers and to Google things and to watch YouTube videos, like <laughs> being someone that's willing to do that or invest in courses, invest in coaches that have done what you want to do. Um, there's really no limit, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then add God into the mix. There's truly no limit of what you can do. If you bring, if you show up and bring your hundred.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, that was my limiting belief and i had to stuff it away really and like overcome it by just continuing to take the next step you know so good
0: so good cuz i think so many women can relate to that the i'm not enough syndrome whether it's smart enough um talented enough funny enough pretty enough skinny enough strong enough like whatever it is um you're not alone in that but what's really cool is it sounds like you did it anyways like you yeah. had someone in your corner that said not true. Keep going. And Mm -hmm. you're like, all right, I'm going to just put this away and I'm going to do what I want to do, what I feel called to do, pull God and my faith into this process and, and do it despite these fears, do it anyways.
1: And speaking of like, where did the name Horatio come from? Fun story. Um, as Mm -hmm. I was applying for the LLC, I got my paperwork back, exciting day. It's an exciting day when you get your LLC paperwork because it's like, oh my gosh, I am legit. <laughs> this and I got my paper and I was living on Horatio Street, right? H-O-R-A-T-I-O mm. Street. And I go outside with the paperwork. I go to hold it up to the street side. I'm going to take a selfie or a picture just to document this moment. And in that moment, I realized I spelled Horatio wrong. <laughs> I had spelled it with a C out of nowhere like i don't even know where i came up with that but that's the spanish spelling of horacio and so in that moment i realized oh my goodness it was like this gut sinking hot feeling you know what i mean like oh my gosh and then there it went that that feeling of um you're not smart enough you can't even spell the name of your company what on earth makes you think you can make a website, make a product, <laughs> create yeah. emails, like, you know, Man. anything like you couldn't even spell the name. You couldn't even take the time to double check this work. What makes you think you're going to like run a successful business or even grow it and afford to live in New York continue? You know what I mean? And so that was that. And that was early on. And that could have taken me out mm-hmm. if I wanted it to truly. Cause at that point, <laughs> the planners were off to the printers with Horatio on it. You know, the <laughs> website was already taken. The Instagram handle was, you know, it was like work Horatio yeah. even- <laughs> know her name back, really. <laughs> and so um, I just decided to roll with it. And I think that's a key part to success sometimes is like, you got to roll with it. You got to mm-hmm. learn how to like parkour roll with it when you fall down and like um, and God's going to use it, you know what I mean? And God can use that mistake. And I've, Told that story to a lot of people to encourage them that like, it's not about perfection. It's about continuing to show up and to stay true to the reason you got into this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't Mm -hmm. to impress everybody with my intelligence, (laughs) you know, know, really though, it's not, it's to help people. Right. Right. And to help me craft my life. And like, my life has misspellings here and there, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that's okay.
0: Oh, so good. There's so much goodness in everything you just said, Polly. I mean, and I think it can be applied everywhere, like to your business, obviously, and specifically looking at women's taking care of their bodies and their health and trying to make changes there. Like we get so attached to perfectionism and it can paralyze us. And you're right, that could have totally taken you out. You could have been like, well, this is a sign, God, all right, I'm not doing this. But instead, I love that you parkour with it, and that's really what we have to do. We got to adapt and adjust, and do the best we can with what we've got, despite the mistakes. And you know that's where our faith comes in too, of knowing that we can do these things with all the mistakes and still serve people, help people, yeah. and live our greater calling out.
1: It's the story of grace, you know. Like mm-hmm. you have to have grace. You have to be kind to yourself. Um, on your journey of pursuing your dream, your health dream, especially, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to eat a donut. You're going to have a thing. And if you let that take you out and even take you deeper down the opposite road of health, you're not going to reach the finish line of where you're trying to go. You, You have to be flexible in your approach, but steadfast in your goal, if that makes sense. And so You know, grace is a huge part of any sort of growth. So good. So good. You're, I mean,
0: I'm so grateful for you, Polly. This conversation has been so, just so, such a blessing to me. And I know it's going to bless other women. And thank you for sharing all this goodness with us. Now, for those that are like, okay, I've got to check out these resources, how can they find you and where can they connect with you, Polly?
1: Absolutely. So if you want all things printing, You go to HoratioPrinting.com, (laughs) H-O-R-A-C-I-O, and if you're looking for more support, I have my courses, and that's over at TheDreamerInU.com, because I am here to serve The Dreamer in you um, over there, and that's where my dreamcrafting course is, my um, business course as well, and then I have a free Facebook group as well, which is called the Christian Dreamers Community and of course I have a podcast because, you know, got to have a podcast yes. and that is the dream planning podcast, all things, purpose, productivity, and planning. I love it. And I will be
0: sure all of those are in the show notes for everyone. So they can find you easily down below. Polly, your gift to this world, your gift to me. Thank you for gifting us with your time today. And yeah, just super grateful for you.
1: Grateful for you too. It was so fun.
0: Hey friends, I'm so grateful that y'all got to witness some of Polly's awesome and I hope it inspired you along your journey. Be sure to check out all her stuff guys. I've got all the links on the show notes and she has graciously given y'all 15% off for being fuel her awesome listeners. So if you like any of her stuff, enter fuel her awesome at checkout, you can get 15% off. Hope you guys have a fabulous day. I hope you start creating the life that you want and that's going to include your health, right? All of those areas are in your hands, and you have the power to do and create the life that you not only want, but that you're called to live, which is, I know, limitless. All right, friends, have a fabulous day. Cheers, and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Feel Her Awesome podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome food foundations, my 10-step ebook on how how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.